What's up everyone and welcome back to the Stocked Up Show. In this video, we're going to be talking about how to invest in a bear market. You know, I feel like a lot of people over the past year have learned that stocks don't only go up. So in this video, we're going to, you know, talk about the important things to know when stocks are actually falling because unlike most people think, now's the time to buy when everyone else is panicking. So we're going to talk about how to uh, how to capitalize off of that and some other important things to know. But Hunter, a lot of stocks right now are down 50, 60, 70, 80% or more. There's a lot of fear going on. What are your thoughts on the best way to invest and navigate in a market like we have now? Um, I like to research the companies that I'm buying. So I'll look at uh, if a company fell a lot like a good company like Facebook, for example, and they fell a lot on earnings because of their, was it same or user growth or whatever they had. It was something that wasn't really that big of a deal considering how many users they actually have on all their platforms. Um, so I like to look at why they fell um, and then I'll put in their revenue growth and their profit margins and their free cash flow margins, discount it all back like I'll assume it for the future, discount it all back. And if it makes sense to buy it, then I'll do more research into the company and I'll buy it. And then if it keeps falling, I'll look at it again and see if I screwed up. And if I didn't, then I'll buy more. Um, but the important thing is to buy what you're, like you have to know what you're buying. Otherwise you could end up buying trash that just keeps falling like if you had bought netflix not this past earnings report but the earnings report before just because it fell a lot and it's netflix um and they were burning cash they always have been pretty much burning cash um and then they reported earnings again and they got crushed again like just because something gets crushed doesn't mean that it's at a good level to buy for the long term and you still have to do your research on it yeah so, so i like to yeah yeah. So basically, even though stocks are down, don't just buy any stock. Basically, like you know, there's a big difference between buying Peloton because it's down versus buying Facebook when it's down or a company like that. So figure out why the company's falling, and as long as it's not like a giant, giant problem, and as long as their fundamentals line up, it should be an amazing opportunity. Yeah. A lot of times. The market overreacts to news whether it be to the upside or the downside so if you have a company that you want to buy and it reports good earnings and it explodes 20 percent in a day and you might think oh i have to buy now before it just keeps going up it's going to go up forever you it's probably not going to like it'll probably come back to like a decent level like things don't just go straight up um walmart went up just rocketed up for weeks like a couple of weeks ago and then just tanked on earnings um, today. It's down to where it was like a few months ago. So um, you don't want to let your emotions get in the way. So if you have been buying stocks that were at good levels, actually at good levels, like you actually did <laughs> like some discounted cash flow or any type of valuation model that you like to use um, and it's falling, you just have to hold it because if you sell it, and then if you're trying to time the market, you're probably just going to underperform the market. So it's just, you just have to let your, 
um, research. You just have to trust your research, I guess, and um, not let your emotions get in the way. So and let's. I would also. Yeah, no, you no, go. you go, go, go. Oh, okay. I was gonna say I would also be putting a significant portion of my portfolio into that SPY or SPLG or VOO, um, like market-based ETFs, and I would. I like to focus on the S and P five hundred instead of the Nasdaq right now, just because, or the Dow. Uh, so, gotcha. I think the Nasdaq's way way more volatile in bear markets. So, yeah, no doubt. Um, so let's say someone's like, "All right, I understand that historically speaking, the best time to invest is when everyone else is panicking, which is what we have right now. Basically, it doesn't mean it's the bottom, but." Let's say someone says, all right, I want to start investing. I want to add more to my portfolio or something like that. But what research do I have to do? Like, Hunter, you say to do your research, make sure the stock's actually at a good level. But, like, what specific research should I be doing? Is it oversold stocks on finviz.com? Is it, you know, like, like what, what, what's, the, what's the way to go? Yeah, it's definitely not that. Um, <laughs> it would be you would go to somewhere where you can get the financial statements of the company you're gonna boy if you haven't done if you don't know how to do um like financial research and you don't know how to read financial statements you're gonna have to figure it or learn it you don't have to figure it out so if you don't this is what i would do i'm not saying this is what you should do but if i was to restart from when i first began i would buy the spy or any market-based ETF, like SPLG or VO, like I said, um, and then learn how to read financial statements, take a small percentage of that money of, that I'm investing and start using that to invest in companies that I found with my own research. So I would read financial statements. You're going to look at the balance sheet, the cash flow statement, the income statement. You're going to look at if their revenues growing, um, profits increasing, if their margins are staying steady or if they're decreasing, you're going to have to look into why they're decreasing. Their debt, their <laughs> free cash flow, which is probably the most important. I like to look at the retained earnings and um, I like to look at their shares outstanding because a lot of growth companies that people love because they're just super popular. Square, all, I mean, actually, I don't know if Square did, but I'm sure they increased their shares a lot. But all these very popular companies, they might double their profit, but if they doubled their shares outstanding, you have access to the same amount of profit that you had before. So you got nothing from it. So you have to look at these things. And then you're going to have to, you can go on to Yahoo Finance and look at like their revenue growth. Um, the analysts projections for revenue growth in the future you can use that and assign the free cash flow margins discount it back to today and you can find what the company is worth today and that's where you would want to buy under um, using a required rate of return of whatever you want probably around 10% since that's what the market returns and if you're gonna take on risk of an individual stock over something like the SPY, you would want to at least get um, 10% because mm -hmm. the amount of risk that comes with holding an individual stock is a lot greater than holding a basket. Yeah. 
Well, that was boring. <laughs> yeah, Gosh. it's boring. It is boring. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah. So, I guess uh, it's not as easy as just going to Finviz searching about the lowest stocks this month, which stocks fell the most. But yeah, no, it's a lot of great information. So, long story short, you want to buy good companies that have good fundamentals, good growth potential, and that are trading at fair valuations. There are a million and one different ways to forecast the valuation of a company. Um, we like to do it using our stock analysis dashboard. Link down below. It's an amazing tool. Literally, it will save you so many hours and a ton of money if you do your research. All the financial data is there. We have price targets so you can calculate your price target for any stock. It's awesome. We're not going to talk about it too much on this episode, but it's awesome. Check it out. It's perfect for this market. But overall, the main point, you want to be buying companies during bear markets. Um, understand that no one knows the bottom, not even Warren Buffett. No one does. So here's the thing. You might buy a stock that's trading at an awesome valuation. Let's say you buy a stock at, I don't know, $100, just for like an easy example. Let's say it's an awesome valuation. It's at an awesome valuation at 100 That stock might drop to 90 80 70 maybe. No one knows the bottom, but just dollar cost average, meaning buy-in over time, and then let time do its thing. You know, If it makes you more comfortable to not stare at the market every day during times of extreme volatility, which we have now and which we will have over the next couple months, then don't worry about it. Like You don't have to watch the market every day. But the main point is set yourself up by buying good companies. They might take some time to pop back up, but it should be great over the long term. Yeah, and it might be better if you don't watch the market every day, if you're long-term investing, and there's really not that big of a reason to watch the market every day unless you're just looking for companies that got beat on some crazy news that might be an opportunity. But chances are, if that happened, you're going to hear about it even if you're not watching the market. Like Facebook, when that tanked, it was everywhere. Like yeah. People at the gym were talking about it, and they don't invest. It was mm-hmm. <laughs> so... Yeah. It's it might be boring, but find a hobby. You could save your time and do something else. You go fishing or take pictures of rocks. It would be <laughs> better than watching uh, that like people think, Oh, it's boring to get ten percent a year and do nothing. Well, it's a lot more boring working until you're eighty five because you didn't invest and now you can't retire. So yeah. it might be boring, but it's gonna be better in the long run. Like the chances of you doubling your account every year are zero so yeah yeah and guys i just want to say like even though the information we're talking about right now is probably boring as hell um realistically (laughs) the financial like slash investing world especially on youtube is full of a bunch of bsers that'll that are going to try and tell you what stocks are going to triple in the next like week or so those strategies do not work over the long term. So like, even though what we might be saying right now is boring, a lot of the investing information is boring. If anyone's telling you that you can double your account every year for the next 10 years, they're lying to you. You know what I mean? Think about it like this. Warren Buffett, Hunter, what does he have? Like, He has, I think, like a 20% annualized return or something like that. A 20% annualized return, right? And he just crushes the markets, right? 
with a 20% oh, return or even a 25% return. And he's one of the best ever. If someone's telling you you're going to get a 100% return, they're lying to you. And a lot of times people get sucked into that because those are the types of videos that are like, oh, you know, double your money this week. And, you know, so just keep that in mind. Yeah. Well, they're geared towards younger kids, um, probably right in high school, graduating high school, going into college. It's exciting to want to be a trader or something that's, oh, I'm a trader and I'm going to make 50% a year. You're not, and you're not going to be, like, the chances that you're 18, you just got into the market, you just started learning about it, and now you're going to be every hedge fund returns ever in history, pretty much. It's not going to happen, and you're wasting years of compound, like, returns on your investments that if you just started a Roth IRA or something and bought the S&P 500 every year, <clears throat> you would be way better off. I actually have a retirement calculator pulled up. Ooh. I'm going to share my screen. Let's hope it let's, let's hope it works. Um, Uh-oh. Uh, it's basically it's I'm just going to change the age and then I'm going to change the percent return so you can see how big of a difference starting later like losing even five years you might think oh it's not that big of a deal it is a big deal so this is if you started at 18 put ten thousand dollars in and then added 250 bucks a month and this is if you did the spy which averages 10 percent annualized returns a year so um you would get four point almost 4.3 million at retirement. Now, you would likely be adding way more than 250 bucks a month when you're as you get older, so obviously it would be a lot higher. But if you thought you were going to be a trading guru and you lost 5 years, um that gets yeah. cut by 2 million. So wow. It, wow. Yeah. It's so important to start young. And like the earlier you start, the better. And if we do go into, if we have a market crash, what an opportunity. Like yeah. seriously, because you are going to get higher than 10% most likely yeah. over the course of your time because you didn't get in at the top. Now, I'm not saying try to time the market here, but if I'm, what I do is I'll average in, I'll dollar cost average into the SPY. And if there's a market crash, I'm going to triple or quadruple how much I'm adding um, during a market crash just because I'm betting on the U.S. basically, mm -hmm. and I'm fine betting that. Now, if you got 8% return instead of 10%, which would be – you would it would be if you bought like a mutual fund pretty much because they underperform the market most of the time and they charge a fee, uh, that is huge difference. Mm -hmm. it it's just ridiculous it's less than half and then if you even made one percent more than the market so say you had 90 percent of your account in spy and then 10 percent in other picks that you did yourself and they did a little bit better and you got 11 percent a year you would get almost two million more wow. so the difference that one percent, like people will think, oh, I only, I only lost to the market by a percent or two. 
if you do that over the course of your life, you are really giving up a ton of money at retirement. And it's if you're going to be adding more when you're older, which you are, it's going to make a huge difference. Like if you were to add 1,000, <clears> that'd be 20 million. And if you got down to 13, that's a seven, like a six million, because it was 13.8, six million dollar difference pretty much. It's huge. So if doing something, the sooner that you fix the mistakes that you're making or like doing something foolish, the better. That's why yeah. when you make a mistake and you lose money, you need to learn from it really quick in investing because the time that you spend investing in the market is so much more important than pretty much anything else. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So yeah, don't let this opportunity pass you guys. Like what we see in the market right now is a lot of fear, right? And opportunities like these don't happen too often. Like we see significant stock pullbacks every couple of years or so, but if you if you miss those opportunities, it costs you so much. Just like Hunter just showed. Like I was actually really surprised by this. You showed the difference between if you started at 18 or like 23, and that was like a couple million dollars difference. It's only five years, Hunter. Like that is yeah. giant. So it's like you can't let these opportunities pass by, right? And just the main thing is like if you buy solid companies at a fair valuation, when everyone else is panicking, you will do better than everyone else. You know what I mean? Like as long as the companies yeah. are actually good companies, they're actually good valuations and of course if when the market recovers you will do great right but yeah. you know you like it's not as easy as it sounds because like obviously everyone knows oh buy low sell high right like that's what everyone's taught but it's a lot different when you invest into the market and then you buy low but then the low gets lower and then you're down 30 percent and then it then it hurts and you know you have everyone saying oh we're headed for the great depression and whatever whatever this time it's different the market's never going to recover so like it's not easy to hold when stocks are down you know it's really not and that's yeah. why a lot of people can't beat the market you know but if you look yeah. at it objectively you yeah. say i need to do this and then you do it Thing, good things will happen. Just give it time. Yep. You just have to stick to your plan. Like, if you deviate from it, that's where errors happen. Like, yeah. if you think you're going to time the market, it's most likely not going to happen. And one thing I forgot to show is Warren Buffett's return. So if that 18 to 65, 10,000 initial, 250 a month for 10%, which is what you would get in the SPY, gives you 4.3 million. If you got Warren Buffett's returns, oh, I think it's like 20.6, you would have... 362.6 million. So if you see people telling you that you're going to get 25% a year, Kathy Wood saying she's going to get 45% annualized return, run, run. <laughs> Cover your pockets and run. Hold on for dear life because they're scamming you. They're liars. And you just like, that is so absurd. It's such a ridiculous sales pitch. And it's for the fee that they get from the, from you investing in their fund. That's what they want. They want the they want the fee. If you go into and look at mutual funds on Google, it's ads. Their ads are the top results because they want you to. They want the fees. So yeah. be smart about it. Um, getting twenty over twenty percent 
annualized returns is absurd. Absurd. So, and yeah, yeah, so. So I do have one point to this, Hunter. So over the long term, like like consistently getting like 25% annualized returns is very hard. But let's say there's a scenario where stocks continue to drop more or whatever. Like let's say there's a scenario where there's a lot of fear in the market. Valuations are really low. If you buy in then, there's a pretty good chance you will get, you know, let's say 25% annualized returns for the next couple of years, right? But yep. the the big problem though is like, you know, when you're analyzing, when you start at 18 and you end at 65, the uh, average annualized return goes down a lot. So the only exception to what you said, in my opinion, is like, if stocks are really low and you're buying then, that will definitely boost your returns, which will end up making a big deal. Yeah, you'll get insane returns for a few years. Yeah. And then things will go things this is where like valuations are and the market doesn't peg them. Like, oh. Uh, <laughs> the market <laughs> goes above or below. So, if you're buying through the lows and there's going to be points where it's up here <clears throat> and your returns are going to be way above, like you're going to be crushing the market probably if you bought good solid companies at good valuations and then they'll come down and if you do it right you can beat the market for sure it's like you just yeah. have to be disciplined like you have to sit through points where you're not beating the market and stick to your plan yeah. and like there are years that buffett doesn't beat the market like he didn't beat it right. in 2020 he didn't even come close he is crushing it right now so mm -hmm. it's just yeah. there are years where you're gonna look stupid and years where you're gonna look like a genius but if you look at their long-term charts like Buffett is killing it and Kathy Wood is underperforming the market. Yeah. So, so yeah. And I mean, I would say one more thing. Go. Yeah. Promising those percent returns in a, the next five years is absolutely stupid because you have no idea what's going to happen in the next five years. Yeah. And saying a number that absurdly high is stupid. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, overall, buying during times of fear is the way to go. You know, be strong and disciplined to hold your investments, as long as they're good investments, obviously, like we talked about. Don't be holding, like, Nikola or anything like that. But if you're, <laughs> you're buying good companies, you'll be good. Let time do its thing, and good things will happen, okay? You just have yeah. to let time do its thing. Um, but, yeah, Hunter, mm -hmm. do you have any final points? Because, you know, there... During times of fear and uncertainty that we have now and that we will continue to have, there's a giant opportunity. I've missed the last opportunity when the COVID crash really happened. I bought Boeing very low and a couple other ones, but besides that, I missed a lot of the opportunity. And, you know, it doesn't mean that we're in the bottom of the market now, but I just don't want people to make the same mistakes that I've made in the past. So, you know, that's why I'm encouraging people to start a long-term portfolio. Even if it's not the bottom, having a long-term portfolio, as you demonstrated, is such an important thing. So do you have any final thoughts? Yeah. Um, the market could fall a lot more from here. Yeah. Um, but that's basically the whole point is dollar. Like the whole point of dollar cost averaging is you're going to get it, the average over time. Um, and that's why I like to 
put way more in when things are horrific. I don't think things are horrific now. This is not that bad. Things could get way worse. Way worse. You have no idea what's going to happen. Anything could happen. Nobody thought that Putin was going to invade Ukraine and bam, out of nowhere, just overnight one day. So, And you're going to have investments that you pick that lose and you're going to have ones that win even if your Warren Buffett has them. The point is that you... If you're buying value, you're going to miss opportunities, but you're going to miss a lot more huge losers than you would doing anything else, pretty much. So that's how you win. There we go. Yeah, so thank you guys so much for watching today's video. Definitely check out that link in the description and the comments down below. Hunter and I co-developed the stock analysis dashboard. I promise you, it is one of the best tools you can possibly need in this market. It shows you the fundamentals. So like, there's a ton of stocks out there that are low, but you don't know which companies are actually worth buying and holding. So like, literally check it out. If you don't like it, you can cancel. We have a sale running. I promise you it's an amazing tool. We both use it every day. It's awesome. Check it out. You can calculate your own price targets. And then last but not least, don't let uh, market downturns, don't let that opportunity pass by because just by missing a couple of years, that can have a giant influence on you know your long-term results. So don't let this opportunity pass by. Don't make the same mistakes I made in the past, and I'm sure Hunter too. But um, thank you guys so much yeah. for watching. If you like the show, make sure to subscribe.